Welcome to the Freemasons Podcast, coming to you live from Morningstar Lodge number 47. Leave your aprons at the door, my brothers. Welcome to the Freemasons Podcast with your hosts, right? Worship Brother George Mudry. Worship Brother Joe. And Worship Brother Ken. And today, episode 166, I titled it About Last Wednesday. <laughs> that's, last a good, Wednesday. that's a good title. That's a good title. Here we go. Uh, back to that uh, 80s movie about last night. Yeah. To me, more Rob Law. <laughs> we're going uh. to uh, we're gonna talk a little bit about last Wednesday. Um, and we're going to do it as apolitically as we can as Masons. I know a lot of Grand Lodge views have a uh, Grand Lodge views, Grand Lodge, Grand Lodges. If states have come out with a bunch of different statements about it. Yeah. We're going to uh, read gonna, a couple of them that are a little different from each yeah. other and kind of talk about the differences in them a bit. And we're going to go into our views as well. Uh, just a reminder, Joe, give our disclaimer. The, view the views that. expressed on this podcast are not necessarily those of any Blue Lodge, any Grand Lodge jurisdiction, any shrine, shrine, commandery, um, valley, whatever. Um, they're strictly our own, and uh, yeah, that's it. I gave you the echo, and then you just... Jeez, dick the whole thing. No, but in all seriousness, um, we... Uh, these are our these, these are, are our, our own views. these are our own yep. views. Uh, we're going to be apolitical. We're going to be masons about it. Um, even though it, this is a very hot topic, because a lot of people are very. I mean, masons are humans too, right? We get mm -hmm. inflamed, yeah. pissed off. Some more than others. Some more than others. Um, but I do get angry. <laughs> but I, I, well, we'll get into it. Mm. Uh, first thing I want to do, though, is we have a question, and I want to excite this yeah. question, and then we'll get into uh, our likes and all that happy horse goo. Um, do I have a reverb? Nope. They're all off. Mm -hmm. um, but we have a... You had an anchor question, right? Yep. David Orosnica? Roscoe? I'd go a Roscoe. A Roscoe. All right. David Roscoe. I'm going to play it over the thing, and then we'll listen to it, and mm -hmm. we'll... We'll talk oh, we have an audio yeah. question. Oh, we'll toss it around the table. I like oh, when we get those. We I like that. Hello, worshipful brothers. I had a question about Cohen's. Um, as you know, Christmas had just passed, and uh, I was going shopping for gifts. As uh, per usual, I see a lot of the Freemason stuff, the rings, the pendants, and um, sometimes T-shirts. And I was wondering what happens when a non-Mason gets a hold of those things, you know, and uh, represents masonry. And what happens when not, like, is you 
or I'm sure that you're able to distinguish a Cohen from a Mason, you know, but what happens if a Mason in the streets sees a Cohen with that kind of merchandise representing? That's something I was curious about. Mm. Good question. Kill them all. Well, by, no. No. <laughs> by oath, we have to take them out. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. No. We'll just... Tanya Harding is kneecaps. So, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> kidding. Joke. Joke. We're joking. <laughs> joking. We're just kidding. So we as Masons Ish. do recognize each other, and that's through um, means of recognition that we are taught during the degrees of Freemasonry, which we're not going to discuss, of course. But if we were, as a Mason, to see one of these individuals impersonating a Mason on the streets, what would we do? I would. I. I mean, it's like stolen valor. You're gonna. Mm. They're gonna sell themselves out before you even have to do anything. Yeah. And I mean, what can you say? I mean, it, it's Not a merchandisable item. You right. can't be like, take that mm. shit off. They right. bought it. It's their property. You know what I mean? So you really can't yeah. do anything about it. You can just. I mean, trust me. If you approach it in a certain way, they'll want to take it off. <laughs> well, and, you know what? <laughs> well, not, uh, hear, hear me out. I don't mean freaking hit them with a sock full yeah. of D-cell batteries or anything. That's not what I'm... I like butter. Oh, God. <laughs> um, what I'm saying, though, is like uh, you come up to him, and the first guy sees, oh, hey, what's going on, brother? How you doing? I shake his hand. Yeah. I say, hey, what lodge are you from? Guarantee he's not going to know. No. Nope. And right. you're going to see it written all over his face. Shit, I'm head. Just like when you ask somebody in the in the, in the military, right. like, "Oh, what unit you serve in?" Yeah, uh, they have no. Oh, no. what boot camp? What what uh, what uh, battalion were you in uh, boot camp? What was your you know, what's your yeah. MOS? This individual might not even know that he's not supposed to wear that stuff right. if he's a non-Mason, and you know, he might he might just think that it's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, or you know, you got to be yeah. careful because you might have a situation where it's something like. Oh, he doesn't know any, but it maybe it was his grandfather's ring or his right. father's yeah. ring, and he's True. just really, yeah. he's wearing it to honor them, absolutely, without really understanding. But then mm-hmm. you know, I so, think that would come out in conversation, and then yeah. you'd be like, "Hey, I, if you're interested, we I could tell you a little bit about it, and you can uh, go ahead and, uh, and find out more and if you really right. want to learn more." So I mean, you don't want to be a Delvaney and walk up and be a dick. Oh, yeah, you come out and swinging, right. Right. And That's going to destroy the reputation. Well, you come out turn. swinging. Every once in a while, the person's going to swing sorry, back. Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean it. And then you're going to get it. But, yeah. uh, but no, it, it's you could usually tell. And like if I'm walking, and like say with my daughter and I in New York City, and you see somebody, and it's like, yep, he he definitely is. After you talk right. to him, or you could be like, yeah, Clandy. <laughs> Freaking Clandy. But check funny, your, check your shoes. Check funny your that shoes. this uh, this came up today. So I'm out every day. I go for either a walk or a run at lunchtime, just to kind of right. burn some calories. Today I'm doing it in my nice new weighted vest, so I look like a a whack job walking through my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. But the fuck that weighted vest. So the uh, about two weeks ago. I see the Amazon truck driver coming by, and I'm wearing this hoodie with the Freemasons podcast logo on the back. Nice and hoodie, too. Yeah, really nice. Made yeah. by uh, Mrs. Rafferty. <laughs> Got to throw those plugs in. Um, and as he's driving by, he goes, hello, brother. I'm like, whoa, what the hell? It's, it, doesn't, right. it doesn't happen often. So I see the same guy today. <laughs> he stops the truck. And it's uh, the Amazon trucks are like the UPS-style trucks uh-huh. where mm-hmm. it's got the open door. Yep. He stops the truck, and inside, so that other people can't see it, Gives me the sign and do guard of a master mason. He goes, "Hey, brother!" I'm like, "Hey, all right, brother." So, like, there's there's ways. My point on right. that is, there's ways that if somebody's a, a true mason, 
Right. Uh, mm-hmm. Your Amazon packages are always well delivered and yes. dusted off. As for, you know, as for wearing our apparel and everything, I yeah. don't. it doesn't bother me. I take it as a flattery. Like, uh, if you're going to wear it. As long as you're following the two rules. Take the petition. Brother Joseph says two rules. Don't pretend. Right. Actually, right. Don't ask about it. Ask questions. Find, Find out. out about it. But like, there's no uh, nobody's gonna like report him to the Masonic police or George is gonna, gonna disclose. George is gonna disclose his rules today. Oh, really? boy. I have my. We, own we two didn't rules. discuss this in the pre-production. <laughs> we did not discuss this in, in the green room. room. Now we, let's do likes, boys. Let's all do right. Likes. Let's Hold do on. Likes. Before we do that, oh. we, we there oh, is okay. there is a law on the books in the state of Connecticut. We've talked about this before. Yes. Yes. Right. Where if you impersonate a Mason or any fraternal body, there mm-hmm. is a fine. Now mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a criminal penalty. I think it's more of a civil thing. But you could be fined some number of dollars, hundred dollars, two hundred fifty dollars, something like that. Three hundred and fifty-seven dollars. Is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. it could be something like that. But yeah, it was you know a couple hundred bucks. You could be fined. It's probably not enforced anymore, but it's one of those blue laws that's still on the books, probably from back in those seventeen twenty seventeen hundreds. I'm making it going out and making some citizens arrest. Mm. You know what the Masonic gun is, right? A Magnum. 357 yeah, Magnum. Then there is no, but totally there is, um, shit out, please don't. No, there is actually a tie there to the person that made the 300, oh, really? 357 caliber. No kidding. Um, not necessarily Sam Colt, but um, somebody else that worked for him. There, there is actually a tie there. I did some research on that. Mm, that's cool. Holiday yeah. says, "All right, Holiday. Joe." He says, "All right, Joe, you got a little bit of jokes." <laughs> <laughs> anyway, got a lot of bit of jokes. Let's yeah. do some. Let's do some likes. Let's do some likes. There may be some overlap because I can never remember where we left off. But, Welcome uh, to my life. We definitely, yeah, but I can actually read. Um, <laughs> we'll start off with Nathan Jacobs, Adam Stoddard, Sean Graham, Chad Willie, Addie Garcia, Michelle Lee. Jose Gaspar, Michael Loker, and Matthew Haggerty. Yeah, and over on Instagram, we've got a few new followers. A couple of these guys, you you folks will rec, uh, rep or yeah. recognize. You guys will recognize today, Junior. Sorry, I got so excited. Kurt Miller, Michael John Hambrecht. Oh, thank you for finally following us on Instagram. Uh, Sean Graham, sorry, Sean Graham and Lagarius Chantrell. Thank you, brothers and friends. All right, let's go on to YouTube as soon as it decides to load, because somebody shut it down earlier. Notifications. Let's see here. We got uh, Doug Barry. Oh, Doug oh. Barry, brother Doug, Clover style hitman. Yeah, okay. Clover style hitman. Well, how would you name that? Right there, green. I can't freaking see. Uh, yeah, that's how I would do Clover it. Clover style hitman. It's badass. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. He's got to talk with a, with an Irish accent though, if he's gonna have that name. I would hope. Uh, John Elliswick. Uh, that's what I got. All right. All right. Um, there's a comment there. I wanted to see what that comment was. Uh oh. It's probably an. We've seen a few Illuminati oh, comments recently. Yeah, I know. Scott Blanchard. Oh, really? Yeah. We're on YouTube. Uh, no, on um. The community, Facebook, Facebook, community, Facebook fish. I wouldn't no, know. You wouldn't know. Why wouldn't I? do or would I? <laughs> mm, Illuminati, Illuminati, Illuminati. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's lead it. Uh, who wasn't toasting a while? Ken. Ken. Fire away, Ken. All right. Brethren, right hand to arms. Two arms. Ready. Ready. Aim. Aim. Fire, good fire, fire all. Together, brethren. Vivat, vivat, vivat. I like going back what to these cannons. These are nice. How was the alcohol? That was good. 
Evan Williams. Williams. I went with beer. Oh. I liked it. It wasn't bad. The liquor store guy recommended it to me. Okay. Because I was standing there like a blind guy picking out his favorite adult movie, and I couldn't figure out what I wanted. Jesus. <laughs> oh. It says small out. batch. That's well, usually a good sign. When came out and helped me out. whiskey. Yeah, that's a good one. <clears throat> All right. Who wants to start this fun topic? Mm. <laughs> well, how about we start with the Grand Lodge letters? So, yeah. So, let's... Yeah. Uh, and I'll turn that over to the calm middle voice of reason middle of the reason illustrious brother (laughs) no not illustrious not illustrious not yet shout out to you're illustrious to me my hair is illustrious (laughs) yeah (laughs) yes it is so uh, as you uh as a lot of you know this this little thing happened last wednesday down in the nation's capital and uh like, like uh, right word for Brother George said, we're going to try to stay away from the politics of it. However, and, you know, to full transparency, we had even debated last week whether this was something that we wanted to address. And at the time, we, the consensus was not a majority. It was a majority. It wasn't unanimous. Uh, felt that there really wasn't enough of a Masonic tie-in to discuss it. However, uh, either yesterday or the night before, Grand Lodges started weighing in and issuing and issuing some statements on it. So that's where we kind of revisited and said, okay, now it's a Masonic topic. It's now something that uh, we should probably discuss and, and mm-hmm. can discuss a different aspect of it without getting into the meat of it. So um, I pulled two letters that were issued, okay. and I'm going to read them both. They're, they're different, and I'll say that. Um, <laughs> and they, they kind of go at the situation a little differently. So after I, I don't re- think we should dissect them. I think we should just... These are the Grand Lodge statements. Yeah, I don't think statements. we should dissect them and pull them apart and what they should have said and shouldn't have said. That's fine. Because realistically, in my opinion, like... It, right. They just show... They show two, two different right. ways to different mm-hmm. Grand Lodge jurisdictions and the right. way they're handling. These are statements. Keep them so uh, this one is the Grand Lodge of New Hampshire, Free and Accepted Masons. Kenneth A. Clay Jr., Grand Master, January 11th, 2021, to all New Hampshire Masons. Brethren, I want to take a few moments to reflect on the meaning and impact of Freemasonry, considering the trying times that we've experienced in the last year. None of us could have imagined that our communities, state, nation, and our world would be confronted with so many unique challenges in such a short period of time. That's why I firmly believe that Freemasonry is needed now more than ever before. Freemasons protect and support each other. We lend a helping hand. We listen, we guide, we teach, we volunteer. We perform our good works not only for our members, but for all mankind. For generations, communities have turned to Freemasons as a guidepost for everything that is good and right in the world. Freemasons are just and upright men who conduct their lives in the highest levels of dignity, integrity, and morality. We are on a journey to learn to subdue our passions and practice the virtues of brotherly love, relief, and truth. We constantly strive to exhibit that character within and without the walls of our lodge. As a result countless opportunities exist to uplift our fellow man when they need that most or when they need us most Mm. i hope that you will take a few moments every day especially during the most difficult times to contemplate your obligations the lessons taught in our ritual and and your journey from rough to smooth ashler we are incredibly blessed to be members of this ancient honorable fraternity forget not the duties you have heard so frequently inculcated and forcibly recommended in your lodge do unto all freemasonry expects no less of you so that is again the uh, well said, well said. Most worshipful Grand Master Kenneth A. Clay Jr. of Grand Lodge of New Hampshire, free and accepted Masons. Very nice. I have another. 
from Grand Lodge of Wisconsin. You want me to jump right into yeah. that? Yeah, this uh-huh. is the second. This is the other, the second one and the only other one you have, right? Correct. I okay. only have the two. Right. Yeah, read this one. Grand Lodge Free and Accepted Masons of Wisconsin, written by Most Worshipful Grand Master Master Kenneth Gorgon. <laughs> I had to wipe Mike Tyson there for a minute. I can't help but <laughs> noticing that both of these Grand Masters' first names are Kenneth. Ah. Just incidentally. No, I went with his Mike. <laughs> yeah, I read Mike Tyson for a moment. I went Master. <laughs> <laughs> right when you took a, a swig, too, so it almost came out your nose. Perfect. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Again, uh, Grand Lodge Free and Accepted Masons of Wisconsin. Life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. My brothers, January 6, 2021 was a time for the wheels of our government to begin turning for the four-year ritual, acknowledging the will of the people and validating the selection of a leader from our beloved country. This ritual has been a legacy and a part of our heritage for over 200 years. Unfortunately, on this day, a group of thugs decided to force themselves into this sacred process and stop these wheels from turning. They attacked the sanctuary, which houses a place for our elected leaders to carry on the business of the country. Regardless of our political persuasion or beliefs as citizens of the United States and as just and upright Masons, we should be sickened by the ruthless actions of these criminals. Our country is founded on a principle that we, the people, are entitled to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. As Masons, we are charged to promote these principles to all people. As the ritual teaches, give every man his just due without distinction. There is much work to do to make sure all people of this country have an equal share of that dream, but the work of equality under the law, and in this case, the peaceful transfer of, pow- transfer of power, must never stop or be interrupted by force. These criminals have in the past and on January 6th exposed everyone to their rhetoric and actions which promote mistrust, suspicion, discrimination, separation, and hatred, which in the end resulted on an assault on the cradle of our government. Masons who believe in the principles of brotherly love, relief, and truth cannot in clear conscience belong to any organization that teaches hate and supremacy of one person over another because of color, nationality, and religious beliefs. These organizations are in direct conflict with what we as Masons hold dear, cannot be possible to hold membership in one of these subversive or subversive organizations and still be a mason you were first prepared to be a mason in your heart i cannot condone one of our masonic brothers maintaining a membership in one of these organizations if you hold a membership in one of these organizations i encourage you to hold fast to your masonic teachings and resign from that group otherwise i will gladly accept your resignation from the masonic fraternity sincerely in fraternity most worshipful grandmaster Kenneth Gorgon, Grand Master, not Master, Grand Master of Masons in Wisconsin. Nice. So, a couple different things. I enjoyed the first one better than the second one. Uh, But, again, we're not going to unpack these, right? Well, the second one takes a hard line, but it doesn't really... um, I think it takes a very... ...delineate what these organizations that he speaks of are, but... So we talked about George's two rules. Do we want to disclose what my two rules are? You only well, have two? I, mean, I don't know what they are, so I mean. <laughs> my two rules. This is not in the pre production meeting. So. No, this is. My two rules are this here. I will never speak on a subject unless I have either a first person account of it or I've done my homework on it. Okay. I will never get into an argument where I don't know what the hell I'm talking about uh, for two reasons. I don't want to look stupid. And two, Eating crow tastes like shit. Oh. <laughs> I do not like eating crow, and I don't like looking stupid. 
And there's only so much you could do to not look stupid. Yeah, exactly. You're You're at a significant disadvantage. You're close to the threshold at all given times. I'll make sure that there's a... (laughs) Thank you, Bill. Thank you, Brother Bill Powell. He said uh, I should make a pamphlet about it. So that's what I'm going to do. You really should. (laughs) (laughs) Some eight and a half by 11. So uh, when we talk about organizations, okay, one of the major problems that we have with uh, media and internet, and I mean, you can attribute this to the Freemasons, uh, is that there's a narrative about the Freemasons. We're devil worshippers. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, they're always bezelers, We're NWO. There's a narrative about so any organization. In my personal there, yeah. opinion, I think it's very unfair to be putting out that if you're part of one of these quote-unquote organizations, because what organization are you talking about? I would never, ever, nor would I condone like the neo-Nazis. But there's other organizations that have a bad rap about them that aren't bad at all. Right. Did, I think we ever, So, go ahead. Ken, that's all I'm saying. Did they ever put a fine point on what that group of people <laughs> was that broke into the Capitol? Like, is there uh, anybody like there take was responsibility? No group. Or, okay. So, let me. Because I would guess that would be the organization he's talking about. So, knew, but. again, two rules. I will never speak on something unless I have a firsthand account of it. Mm-hmm. Two. I will never speak on something until I've done my homework on it. So I thought uh, those were both rule number one. The well, those are <laughs> no, those are my two rules, right? Oh, okay, that's okay. basically it. Oh, got it. So I just, I know Joe kind of warned me not to do this, but I think I need to make it. No, <laughs> here we go. I think I need to make it. No, no, I don't think you do. Kill the mics. No. La 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 la. <laughs> twinkle, was... twinkle, little star. <laughs> I was there. I just put up a picture that I was there. It's okay. And I'll explain why. It was not discussed in pre-production. script. I'm going to explain why. Okay. I was there as as my beliefs. And I am a firm believer that Freemasonry uh, should allow for a person to... Can I just make you clarify something real quick before you go further? Yes, sir. When you say you were there, you were in... The Capitol District, you were near the Capitol building. You were not one of the people that went inside the building. Okay, so let me be absolutely clear about this. I want to be very clear to our I want to be clear about this, too. I was there at the rally. I was there at, you know, the walk over to the Capitol. I absolutely refuse to ever walk into that building unless I'm invited. Why? Because I believe in the sanctity of this country mm-hmm. and not the, maybe not the people inside or all the people inside, but I believe in what that building stands for. So I will never step in that building unless I have a visitor's pass or I'm invited to it. Mm-hmm. So I want to be clear about that. Uh, I do not mm-hmm. condone those people who went in there. I think that was absolute bullshit. That's not what we do. Yep. Correct. We uh, as Masons do not promote that type of behavior. Hey, uh, oh, hey. Uh, what's his name? Clover uh, Style, Clover Style Hitman. Hitman. Oh, sorry, i got to take a break real quick. He just said, I'm in the process of petitioning to a lodge. I appreciate the podcast. It's giving a lot of, lot of great information. You are very welcome. And, yeah. uh, thank yeah, you so for don't some... scare him away, George. I'm not yeah. scaring him away. And maybe I... explain that screen name because it's awesome. That yeah. is awesome. <laughs> um so let me be clear. I did not walk into that Capitol. I didn't even go up on the steps. And I want to be clear of that because I respect that building and I respect what it stands for. Yeah. Especially being a military man. I mean, absolutely. I, that would be completely averse to your So business. I just want to say that when 
a certain narrative is made about things. I can tell you right now that was that I was there since since I was there. I don't know what time I got into DC. Six o'clock in the morning until three o'clock or whatever. When I finally decided, yeah, this isn't yeah, what I'm here bad. for. Leave, yeah. This isn't where I park my car. Mm-hmm. This isn't what I'm here for. And I just want to be clear that the entirety of the day was peace, love, and harmony for the most part. People waving their American flags, and it was it was it was a Everybody, I mean, for instance, I'll give you a perfect example. There was a seven-year-old lady that fell down. She basically locked her knees. Uh, she had to be in her 70s. But she, she, there was, and it was, it was every single type of race, religion. There was Chinese people there who were denouncing the CCP. And, like, it was all, like, positive. And, unfortunately, for a handful of shitbags who decided to kick in windows and decided to walk into a capital, mm. they ruined a fantastic time. Like gangrene on Discord. Like gang- yeah, like gangrene on Discord. Which you can yeah. join if you fire. Oh my god, I thought it was like opera music. I almost freaked out and stormed out of this lodge room. <laughs> I, mean, I like opera. For a minute. Yeah, out of nowhere though? Like <laughs> in a haunted lodge room? I'm out. Uh, <laughs> heard worse. Um, but anyway, my my point is this is that Please, I would like uh, I would ask of everybody, do not take, do not judge an entire group of people that supported something on the account of the actions of Danny Collins, Jim a Divinity. bunch of people. oh, okay, we're off the game. A bunch of people, because yeah. that's really unfair. <laughs> that analogy is over. That is <laughs> my bad. It's absolutely wrong to do that. To to condemn an entire group of people uh, based off of the actions of a few. Yeah, yeah I think that as a general rule, that's... Uh, I mean, P2 Lodge. <laughs> right? Yeah. But I Would know, you say I, that I, all Masons are bad based off the P2 Lodge? Any group yeah. of people, and I'm not even saying an organization, any group of people, you get enough people together, right. there's going to be some people in that group that are right. not as upstanding as, as the majority of, of that group. Mm-hmm. So uh, and that's just like whether they be organized or, or right. disorganized. So I have two other things, two other points of order, and then I'll shut up and I'll give it over to you guys. Okay. Number two. Two points of order. Okay. Fifteen parts each. To think that, or or to to condemn one person because do we want to sit there and say that you know our president inflamed it? Okay, whatever. But you have to understand that the people who who were there. This has been going on since. Uh, please, I, I would love everyone to freaking say this to your to your representative, your senator, anybody in general. Okay, that this has been going on for a long, long time, where you have two different political parties that are fighting constantly since George W. Bush. You know. Well, it's probably been going on longer than that. It's been going on longer than that. Okay. Oh, yeah, it absolutely has. And we're going to show that. I'm going to talk. That's my third point of order about this. Um, I thought you only had two points of order. Well, well, the the (laughs) second one of... Can I please... Well, no, you keep adding points of order on things that we said we weren't going to talk. Paragraph, eh? My my point is this, though. (laughs) Article two. (laughs) It's been going on for a long, long time. And what it's now done is filtered down into everyday people. Especially nowadays, being that everything is internet and everything. And I would simply ask that our leaders stop the mudslinging. 
you know, the, our founding fathers were all Masons, and let's be James Madison and Thomas Jefferson hated one another right up until their deathbed. They hated one another, but they, they acted civilly in front of everybody. And that's, I guess, the only thing I would like is that, you know, stop this narrative. Stop. Just talk to each other. It's not that hard. And to that point, are those your two articles of George Federations? Yeah. You guys talk. Uh, and at the end, I just want to talk about the history of attacks on the U.S. Capitol because it's a lot of stuff that people don't know about. And it's history. Got it off the History Channel thing. That's pretty cool. I, I swear, not for in regards to, but I figured this is perfect. I like history shit. Go ahead, John. Okay. All right. So here's my take. Agree with, in, in concept and in principle, I agree with everything that you said. However, as in, in regards to the Grand Lodge's responses, and even what you were just saying, what the, the point of what you were saying is, Things are too divisive. We need unity. We need people yeah. to come together versus breaking apart. And that's, to me, the the main crux of right. those letters from the two Grand Lodges, New Hampshire and Wisconsin. One went a little further than the other, but it was more of a reminder of, hey, here are our tenets right. of Freemasonry. And amongst those, among those are brotherly love, unity, relief, charity, you know, just to, to name a few. And on the page the other day, I wrote a, a thing up about the four cardinal virtues. Right. Mm -hmm. Those groups that exist, I'm not, put Wednesday aside. Right. Groups that are out there that exist, that meet that criteria that the Grand Master of Wisconsin laid out. Right. You can't have co-membership between masonry and, and those groups can i make a counterpoint though not yet okay i'm not done with this <laughs> not a counterpoint but it's just i want to not yet build off it. I'm, I'm shutting up but there was another joe has the floor there's, a, there's another ball. letter that came out where they specifically named some organizations and i'm not going to get into all of them but i think we would all agree that the kkk not a fa I'm not offended if we lose any listeners that happen to be part of that group because nope yeah i'm okay with nope that. that's fine go on your way you can't be a member of the KKK. Absolutely not. And a Freemason. Mm -hmm. You can't. Right. It, it's mm -hmm. too much in conflict. We've even talked about in, in religious aspects, can you be a Satanist and a Freemason? Right. Absolutely. Um, there are certain organizations that do exist out there. Not everyone. Not everyone that's being painted into a, with a broad stroke. But you are judged by the company you keep. Mm -hmm. um, you, can't, you can't be a member of both. Right. You just can't. Okay. And there there gets to a point where maybe that line gets a little blurry. Right. And it's not as black and white or right. it's not as clear cut as, say, the KKK or even, I don't know, you want to go Black Panthers back in the day where they were like a paramilitary organization. OK, that doesn't right. seem consistent. Right. Some of the teachings of a Louis Farrakhan don't right. seem consistent with the tenets of Freemasonry. So there you can't. You can't be both. Totally, you agree. gotta pick. And you know, I know some of the some folks are out there are debating whether or not the Grand Lodges have a right to um, comment on your conduct outside of lodge. Mm. And I firmly believe that they do. It's the terms and agreements you signed up for. Can I? Yes, you may. Okay, I will secede the floor to you for ten seconds. <laughs> I thank the gentleman for yielding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> George has the floor. I'm claiming reclaiming my time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Take Here's it back. Here's my. You thing. didn't say one, two, three. No axes. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> so here's my thing. Okay. I also don't think it's right for a grandma to tell me what quote-unquote organizations I should join based on what they believe. And I'll make, uh, again, I'll make a point. Me as a Mason, okay, I feel I'm a good Mason. I will never join, or if I did join an organization that I later turned out and found out, you know, because again, here's the problem with censorship, okay, is that those people who are actually racist and actually evil will go underground and you'll never hear from them again. They're not out in the open. Like, KKK was very out in the open. Like, we don't like these people. They, that was the KKK, right? They were right. out in the open. You knew they were. So if you were a good person and you're a Mason, yeah, I'm, I'm going to stay away from them. Correct. But the, now you have, when you censor organizations to this stuff, they go underground. And they stop putting out that they're actually racist or they're actually evil and they're actually bad and what you do is they're just like hey come join us so now you go over there and you join them okay you're like oh these right. guys aren't that bad and then in the end you find out how bad you may they be are caught up in something you didn't now expect you're caught up in something caught. you can't expect yeah, so can here's my this. thing i don't think i think the grand lodge grand lodges should put out a statement that says if you join these or no 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 if you're part of these organizations they should say basically what that first letter said if you're a good mason you know what for, for me again I'm a, I'm I feel like I'm a good mason I'm a good person so if I was ever in an organization that I found out to be not so good right I'm out I'm gone like this yeah. isn't what I signed up yeah. for you should be able to use your best judgment you should, right. and I think that's what grand lodges need to do is let their masons make their better judgments right while it but shouldn't I, be this overhead if you're part of one of these, we're going to hand in your organizations. Well, again, you left the letter very vague with the organizations. What organization are we talking about? Well, and I think it was purposely left, left vague because, and I actually think that's the right thing to do is to not put in the names because it's, anyway, one, there's organizations out there we've never even heard of that exist. Of course. Um, that's just the way that it is. Right. But, I'm not saying these organizations don't right. exist. Right. I'm saying I think Grand Lodge should leave, make sure. I mean, but I think Grand Lodge can say, "Hey, brothers, here's a reminder of the oaths and obligations that you took. Right. Here's a reminder of what we're about. Remind if you're a, if you're a part of an organization that seems to be in conflict with any of these, right. you got to make a choice. It's one or the right. other. You can't be both. Right. And I don't, I don't see anything wrong with that. And I think I think it's good that they didn't name specific organizations because they probably don't know what the heck they're talking about with certain organizations. And I also think that Masons, in my opinion, need to shut up. I'll tell you, I'm not on social media anymore. I love it. Well, that's not by your choice. Not though. by my choice, but you know what? It's probably the best <laughs> yeah. thing that happened to me. Probably the best thing that happened to me, and I absolutely mean that because you know what? I, I don't, I'm not angry anymore. I'm not pissed off at posts anymore. I'm not, I'm not, I'm really not. Like, I'm, I'm, the everyday thing where I'd scroll through my feed and I look at it and I'm like and piss me off. I don't get mad yeah. anymore. Like no, now now one of the Schultz brothers hmm. just just <laughs> messages it to you no. and gets you all fired up. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, that's good in a way. Though. I mean, it's psychologically healthy. My, we could all take that as a but as my, a lesson. Maybe my, we need a break. I guess my point is this though: is that it's for me now. I can sit back and look like. All right, I'm glad I shut. The, I'm glad I shut yeah. up about this. I almost dropped an f bomb. I didn't. You're welcome, Raf. Um, it's been a long time like since twelve in the last fifteen minutes. Did, so. did I? <laughs> no, I didn't. I guess I? I'm just so immune to them. Uh, yeah, I just don't even pay attention sorry, anymore. Sorry, 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 parents. Um, no, but like, I think it's. I think Masons need to 
close your mouth. Just stop talking until you have all the facts. So quick, we're, we're so quick in this day and age that we see something and then we instantly hit the share button because it resonates with us. We feel like this is bad. We feel like that's bad. But I mean, I can't tell you how many times where like, again, I was for Border Patrol and then they show, I see a video of, of uh, bunch of people jumping over the border of the United States and I'm like, I'm going to share this, right? Don't piss off I, Art. Don't piss off Art. Hold on. No, 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 no. But I'm saying I share this video. Turns out it's freaking Italy. So yeah. we had nothing. So now I look right. like the idiot who's now posted something that was untrue right. or inflammatory. Right. So mm-hmm. I'm just saying I just wish that Masons would just be not so quick to chime in on. So I agree with and you also, unless it's just like there's certain things where again, our, our tenets are, are universal throughout Freemasonry. No. So, and, and I, I, got, I took phone calls and messages and, and things from people that were like, hey, I'm really, as a Mason, I'm really conflicted over this situation. What do I do? And I'm not going to tell them what to do. Mm-hmm. I can tell them what I would do. And a lot of that is, I'm just going to go back to, whenever I have a dilemma like that, I go back to my oath, I go back to my obligation, I go back to my rituals and remember why I became a Freemason and, and what we do. And that'll help you make your decision. I'm not tell you not going to tell you what the decision is, right. um, but you have to make a decision. Another thing I don't do as a Mason, and I know it's not, I don't know if it's really in our ritual or in our tenants or anything, but one thing I don't do is kick somebody while they're down. And that's one thing I'm seeing a lot of right now. Somebody once said best it's, time because they're closest to your foot. <laughs> that's definitely in our ritual, <laughs> that you lift a man up <laughs> when he's falling down. You know, Morning starts it. blowing up the feet. I have no idea what it's about, but anyway, but I'm that. sure it's in there somewhere. You but, know, it, yeah. even if it don't did. kick somebody when they're down. Well, like right. when they're down, we we actually, I mean, there's so many pictures of Masons like who, when we see a brother down, we lift him up, right? Right. Well, it's in our um our logo for um right the the uh, move campaign. Move campaign. Yep. Um, it's in the long form master mason uh, ritual. Bill Paul. The well. only time you look down on someone is you're helping them up. Absolutely. Yeah. And when you continue, like, listen, there are people out there who who feel a certain way. They're hurting. Let's see. Everyone's hurting right now. Whether you're left, right, you know, doesn't matter. We're hurting. Something we need to have with each other is empathy. And I feel like a lot of masons yeah. have this empathy factor to us. Whereas. You know, I mean, I can't tell you how many times Masons in in lodges have lost elections where they wanted to be a junior warden, senior warden, martial master, whatever, and they lost. And it was, you you go see these brothers, hey, man, don't worry about it. Like, right. next year, like, you, you're still part of the lodge, you're still part of the, like, but it's hard when people put their faith in something and then that faith gets crushed. So the only thing I'm asking is that Masons be empathetic to that. There's a, there's there's people out there that are hurting. They're they're bothered. Right. They're upset. They're scared. They're worried. You know. Yeah. You know, as far as your other comment regarding uh, people liking and sharing things too quickly, that just falls back under that. Subdue your passions. And the Joe's um, two rules. And the Joe's two rules. So I got. Or, go ahead, Ken. I got two points. All right. So, first off. I think I'm going to take the counterpoint on this one that Grand Lodges can make statements about what organizations you can and cannot belong to as a Mason. Okay. And here's C- why. Can I ask a question though? Yes. I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt. He you. did not yield his time. No, uh, I did not yield my time. I didn't even make my point yet. But, <laughs> no, no, uh, can I ask? Ahead. 
like what organizations rather than just vague but actual stated organizations like kkk or whatever the hell like you talk you know, yeah Nazis. I mean, you mean like stated organization or you mean just they have a say on just a random vague no 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 i mean umbrella i mean you can you can you can okay. pick out an organization i think as a grandmaster and say hey guys this is not consistent yeah, okay. with our values right, that was my you only question and the reason that i believe that is like, yes, as Masons, we should be, I mean, we're encouraged to have our own judgment of these things and do the right thing. Like, that's what we do. Right. We do the right thing even when nobody else is watching. That's integrity. That's right. one of the values of being a Mason. But you're also a representative of the fraternity. Okay? If you're going to walk around with a Masonic T-shirt on or wear a ring or you have a square encompasses on the back of your car and you're seen at a rally for one of these organizations. What are you trying to say? <laughs> I didn't drive. I'm not. <laughs> Were you at a KKK rally recently? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you, you probably should feel guilty, though. No, we all got that. We all have that stuff, right? So we all wear T-shirts. We all wear yeah. our rings, and we've all got that crap on our cars, right? So now we are, we are brand ambassadors for Freemasonry worldwide. Mm-hmm. If we're doing something that's subversive or we're part of an organization or we're seen at a rally or something with our rings on, Guess what that does to the fraternity, right? And that's why in in you know Grand Lodges, I mean they they have a lot of responsibilities, and here in the United States, there's a lot of uh, responsibilities that are left at the local lodge level. Right. But at least at the state level, uh, the jurisdictional level, Grand Masters are responsible for, among other things, the the reputation mm-hmm. of the fraternity. That that's what they have to defend. So. I get that. Like that, I would, if I were Grandmaster, I would feel that it's my responsibility to make those kinds of statements too. And we as Masons can either abide by them or not. It's not an edict, right? He's not going to show up on your doorstep and immediately yank your dues card if you're still in conflict about this. But I I think it's within their rights and prerogatives to to issue those kinds of statements. Number two, um, Freemasonry, I believe, is the last bastion of civility and gentlemanliness in the world. Agreed. There aren't too many other organizations out there that have a value system that are specifically about doing the right thing, being a gentleman, um, you know, just having civil discourse, thinking for yourself. Um, these are things that aren't taught in schools anymore. I don't see that this is being displayed by the the new generation the younger generations out there in general you know things tend to be a lot more fast and loose than they were before and i think like today's politicians you see that in them as well where they speak a little bit more freely than they used to you look back to you know uh john f kennedy john f kennedy would never talk like some of our more recent presidents right right Right. like i think that's been lost and i think that that goes back to your point about you know, politicians, um, you know, just trying to be more civil and not slinging mud and stuff like that, and having I hate these that. really egregious campaigns. Like, I always said, if I ran for for an office, I would never sling mud. It's one thing I will yeah, never do. I, uh, yeah, I mean, I will I never guess, say a bad thing about another person. Right, and you shouldn't, and that's right. probably um, among other things because of the Masonic teachings that you believe in. So I think the world, I I think what the, uh, the grandmaster of New Hampshire was saying is 100% apropos, right? If you're a Mason, 
you know the right thing to do. And if you're walking around and like getting involved in these kinds of things and talking the same way that these politicians and these extremists are talking, then you got a problem, man, because you're in violation of, you know, the promises that you made. So I'm totally on board with that. I don't agree. I concur. I don't agree with the ah, narrative. Thank though. you. I, 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 I don't agree with the narrative of labeling people certain things. Like, no, that's never a good policy. It's, I don't know. Just as a Mason, even with this podcast and all the people, who, you know, I, you don't, you guys don't see it like on live and all that stuff. But one of the things. <laughs> I, I seen it. Holiday says. Holiday. Apropos, uh, those are robot words. <laughs> <laughs> those are English words, sir. Look them up. Um, a French origin. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I don't like the narrative, especially. And again, I go back to my rule: I will not speak on something unless I have a first-hand account about it. Uh, it's just like you guys don't see is on the YouTube channel. Uh, all of the comments that are up there the you know, oh you guys devil and then i get biblical verses i'm like come on now like mm. it, it's it's slightly aggravating because you're speaking on something or making fun of our fraternity or saying that we're a certain way when you know nothing about it yeah well that's when you as a mason you just kind of ignore them brush it off right because yeah. it's they, they clearly I'll, don't know I'll keep of what they speak yeah. so <laughs> well and that's one thing like, well that's what we do that's you can't do that. <laughs> right ken and i can do that you not so much. holidays is uh don't condescend me cyborg i see you for what you are <laughs> <laughs> oh god i'm not trying to be um, on the intellectual but no and that's and why anyway. you know when when you acknowledge certain things and, and you know for a very long time Freemasonry didn't defend itself. It didn't respond to accusations. And, you know, I'm starting to see some of the wisdom in that because the more you react and the more you acknowledge it, you're giving power to that thought. You're giving power to that idea. And you're actually kind of like fanning the flames of it by responding. By, I'm not saying you personally, uh, even though you do. I, yes, it is you is. personally. <laughs> yeah, this is a personal um, But, like, you can't give those things power. Just, like, Whatever, going about my day, scroll. It's like this, though. It's two things, okay? Yes, am I a fighter? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I, I, I generally, uh, it's just how I am. I'm a hard-headed, I'm a fighter. You come, you come after me or the fraternity, I'm going to fight back with you. I'm not going to, and I usually, and this goes back to part of Georgia's rule about having first-hand account or doing my homework, like I will make sure, but never mind. <laughs> I will make absolutely sure that when you come and you say something, that I just annihilate you with knowledge, and then you look stupid, and then you skulk away. Like, see, but I I accomplish the same exact thing, but I just ask just calm, <laughs> rational questions. What do you? Th where did you hear that from? Did you actually like see that happen? Like, what, what is your source on this? Where is that your source? It? I'd like to read and that. And usually by the time you ask, like, three questions, okay, I saw it on TikTok. <laughs> okay. Well, no, that's what I'm talking <laughs> about. Fat Brad Pitt. <laughs> <And then laughs> <laughs> no, but that's what I'm talking about. That's the type of stuff that I do. Yeah. Or when you, start well, Bible, when you start spitting Bible verses and then I start spitting them back at you and you're like, 
uh, yeah, yeah, I, I know it too. Like, I don't know why you're spitting Bible verses right. at me, what relevance this has, because I can throw them right back at you. And I think one of the ones I love using is, uh, if you were, if ye are without sin, cast, cast the, the first stone. stone. Yeah. Love that one. Let he who is without sin cast love the first Love that stone, one. Depending on the translation. Yeah. yeah, depending on the translation. John King George version. Yeah, he writes, <laughs> yeah. I went to English translation. Yeah, but I see, and I would reply with something like. King George. And I would reply with something like, yeah, David Koresh and Charlie Manson could spit Bible verses, too. How'd that work out? Yeah, right. exactly. So, they weren't nice people. If you want to, if that's the company right. you want to be with. But, you know, it, it's... So... Go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. No, go ahead. I wanted, I was gonna, we're getting toward the hour mark, yeah. so I was going to cap it off. But go ahead. Cap Charles, it off. Really? Wow, that flew by. 56, 56. Holy crap. I was just going to say, you know, just mind your obligations. Uh-huh. You know, search the answer just like with masonry. A lot of the answers are within you. Mm-hmm. Just stop, think about it, put some thought into it. Don't react right away. So subdue your passions. Right. All the lessons are there. Mm-hmm. You know, think about the middle chamber lecture with using using logic. You know, and making uh, language subordinate to thought. Just stop and think. Mm-hmm. And you'll find the answer. Just it's it's all right in your ritual. So wise words, Joe. Wise words. I am the. I wise guess the guy. last I'm thing I want to cap yeah. off with yeah. is is a little bit of history, and then I guess maybe a, uh, a thought for everyone to sit on. Um, and what I did was uh, I was thinking about this, and I know very people are. Pissed off about the the Capitol being attacked and the windows being kicked in and all this stuff, and I, I totally understand this. But you know, people have this mentality that this is this is the demise of the United States of America, and oh my God, and uh, it's never been this bad. Well, I w- let me drop some knowledge on you, and then I'm going to lead with kind of like a something I want you guys, to, everyone who's good, listening, to to sit on. Good thing it doesn't have far to fall. <sighs> So, he's trying to be serious now. This is uh, from history.com, and you're welcome to look at it. It's uh, forward slash news, forward slash U.S. Capitol building violence fires. Um, And this is uh, basically attacks that have happened on the U.S. Capitol building. Uh, And I know they said, oh, the Capitol hasn't been attacked since 1812. Wrong. Wrong. Really? So, the... 1812 is when the British, this was the War of 1812, the British showed up. What year did that happen? Uh, funny. It was actually wasn't 1812, it was 1814. Don't you feel stupid. <laughs> I'm fact-checking you right now. You can go right ahead. Eating crow really does suck. 1814 is when the capital of the United States was started on June 18th, 1812. <clears throat> yes, it was the beginning of That's the war. That's the war. Yeah, the War of 1812. Yeah. I said, what year did that war happen? In retaliation, happen? British troops in 1814 right. burned yeah. federal buildings in Washington, D.C., including the White House and the Capitol. During the War of 1812. Yeah, that was the war in, which began in 1812. in 1812. Moving on. The War of 1812. That's when Dolly Madison grabbed the picture of uh, yes. George Washington. Mm-hmm. So that was the first formal. time that the Capitol was... The big Capitol Breached? Exactly. Yeah. 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 Yep. Here's another time that it happens. Congressional violence erupts during lead-up to Civil War, where actually senators uh, got into a full-on brawl on the Senate floor 
fighting. Okay. So where things were smashed, uh, there was one guy here that says the U.S. antebellum period was characterized by violence against enslaved black people. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, oh, here we go. And you realize the only legible f- and, or intelligible uh, phrase that you yeah, had yeah, out I'm, of that was I'm, black I'm people. zooming through here. <laughs> right. Okay, here we go. Not a good look. The caning <laughs> of Sumner was not an isolated incident. So uh, one of the most famous is incidents of congressional violence is the caning of Charles Sumner. In is there 18- Fort Sumner is named after? I think so. Okay. Uh, yeah. In 1856, a pro-slavery representative, Preston Brooks, beat anti-slavery Senator Charles Sumner uh, nearly unconscious with a cane on the Senate floor. Brooks said he chose to attack Sumner this way because he didn't want to break the 1839 law against congressional dueling. We just did that. <laughs> we last just episode. did that. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, "I'll hit him with a cane." I'll hit him with a stick. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Passed a year after congressman had killed another duel, in, uh, another in a duel in Maryland. The caning of Sumner was not an isolated incident. Historian mm-hmm. Joan B. Freeman ah, identified. Uh, more than 70 violent occurrences between congressmen while researching her book, The Field of Blood, Violence in Congress, and the Road to Civil War. So there you go. So there's another. So violence has happened there, but it hasn't been breached by outside forces. Until unless you have more. Shootings and bombings at the Capitol. Oh. There we go. Mm-hmm. And this is. Uh, and there comes. Oh, here we go. On July 2nd, 1915, a former German professor at Harvard, Heinrich Munter, planted a package containing three sticks of dynamite in the Capitol near the Senate reception room. The explosion detonated around midnight during the time when Senate had been on recess. The on-call... Duty Capitol police officer was nearly knocked out of his chair during the blast, but fortunately, no one was injured. So there's another instance. What year was that? Sorry. 1915, July 2nd. Here we go. Here's another one. March 1st, 1954. Four Puerto Rican Americans fired guns into the House of the uh, into the House of Representatives, injuring five congressmen. The attackers said that they acted to demand independence for the U.S. territory of Puerto Rico. Oh, that was yeah. That was when that was There's another one. Uh, another one. And actually, and another one. Uh, let's see here. Oh, Collett, I didn't no. know this. Uh, on March, nope, March 1st, 1971, a bomb exploded in the Capitol building. While the explosion did not injure anyone, it caused over 300,000 in damage. It's going to be probably a hell of a lot more uh, mm, nowadays. Yeah. A group calling itself the Weather Underground claimed to be behind the bombing and said that in protest of the ongoing U.S.-supported bombing of Laos. They can't be Masons. That's interesting. I mean, there's a there's a very popular weather forecasting website called the yes. Weather Underground, which is why I, mean, I was actually knew it's about little, this group prior to the that. Really? And I was go. Like, why that's would a you name yourself that? Yeah, that's a little you're, sketchy. You ready, but fellas? Yes. Here's another <clears> one <throat> and another one. Two more. Thirteen years later, on November seventh, nineteen eighty-three, a bomb tore the, through the second floor of the Senate wing of the Capitol. The device detonated late in the evening, and no one was harmed, but it caused an estimated two hundred fifty thousand in damage. A group calling itself the Armed Resistance Unit later claimed responsibility for the attack, saying it was in retaliation for military actions in Grenada and Lebanon. Okay. Several people were arrested in connection with the attack. 
Hmm. Political causes aside, individuals have committed acts of violence in the Capitol grounds throughout the decades. These incidents include an 1890 fatal shooting sparked by a feud between a reporter and a former congressman and a 1998 Hmm. fatal shooting of two Capitol police in 1998 by a man who claimed the U.S. was plagued by cannibalism and fictional disease. Cannibalism and fictional disease. That's what it says here. And then we wow. get, which brings us up to January 6, 2021. We don't need to, we we already yeah. know what happened. We're, we lived in there a week ago. Yeah, and the fact that these things also happen does not make what happened on last Wednesday right. We're no. just saying, no, 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 that, no, 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 you know, no, no. this is not uh, an isolated thing. It's happened before. I mean, should right. the Capitol building be more secure? Oh, uh, yeah. I was thinking, probably. <laughs> thinking, yeah. I in guess 2021. One you would think it is, but you I'm know. not diminishing. I want to be clear, but I'm not diminishing what happened yeah. on January 6th. I just want to. This is, I guess, my point to all this is that there have been assholes for a really long time. There oh, have yeah. been assholes yeah. for a very long time. <laughs> there violation have, of rule number one. There have been attacks on the Capitol throughout the decades. It wasn't just 1812 in 2000, or excuse me, in 2021. Like that's that's propaganda. Do your homework. That's what I just talked about. George's rule number two. I did my research, and I learned that there were multiple times that the Capitol was attacked. My point being is this. We're going to get through this together. Whether you're on the left, whether you're on the right, we're going to get through this together. Or in the middle. Or in the middle. We're going to get through this together. Mm -hmm. This isn't, when you watch the news, and this is the, or you go on YouTube, and it's Civil War Part 2, and it's not going to happen. We're going to get through this. We're going to be okay. Right. And while you're on YouTube, head over to the Freemasons podcast channel and smash that like and subscribe button. <laughs> yeah. And while you're at it, head on over to Patreon, where as little as $5 a month. Actually, there's one tier now, $5 a month. Yep. You can join Patreon, get access to Discord. You can meet Gangrene. They'll send you some autographed 8x10 glossies. <laughs> and uh, perhaps you'll get a gold tone Freemasons pin. And there's absolutely no inflammatory content on either of those places. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> I'll leave you with one so, last quote before uh, I shut up and get ready to sign off. But uh, on your topic, this uh, it's almost as if Facebook listens to our conversation and gives me no. things that are relative to what we're talking about. Right. Quote uh, Martin Luther King, we need leaders not in love with money, but in love with justice, not in love with publicity, but in love with humanity. Here, here. And I'll leave it at that. Absolutely. One last thing we want to do is uh, we're going to be doing a contest uh, for those who like and subscribe to the YouTube channel, uh, we're going to be—we have a bunch of pins that we're going to be sending at random. Um, so if you like and subscribe us to us, uh, you might end up with a pin randomly. Cool, random. Like from this point forward, if you like. From and this subscribe. point forward, okay. if you like and subscribe, uh, I have a a palm full of pins that I either shotgun blast them out there among the subscribers. Yeah, I'm going to shotgun blast you. No, but uh, what I'll do is uh, I will randomly select somebody who likes and subscribes to us and I will send you a pin. As long as you're not Illuminati. As long as you're not Illuminati. And I'm part random number generator, so I can help you out with that. Shout out. Bill Bill Powell. Pin prizes. Maybe we'll get them in 2022. Oh, come on. Jesus Christ. Be nice. Actually, I delegated that to Rafferty, so... Oh, okay, so now you're, like, laying blame on somebody else. Yeah, that's uh, okay. Okay. Rafferty. <laughs> that's civil of you. What do you think, brother? Ken, you got any final thoughts on this? No, I'm good. I've good. I've said my piece. 
Brad said. The only thing I would just ask is that don't talk, or excuse me, don't listen to counterpoint. Listen to listen. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be fine. We're going to get over this. I don't care what CNN or Fox News tell you. We're going to be fine. Yeah, they're sensationalists. Listen to learn something. Listen to listen, but listen to learn something. And have empathy for what you're hearing. Mm -hmm. Not everybody walks the same walk as life. Not everybody walks the same path as you. That's the word I was looking for. I don't want to hear it, Joe. You had a freaking Tyson incident earlier, so... I'm just trying to help you out, and I was just going to say that some paths, some people move through that path longer because their strides are faster because their strides are longer. Uh, that's where I was going. There you go. We're all rough ashlers. That's for you. Some rougher than us. All right, brothers. Shut it down. I think we did all right. Yeah. Yeah. Joe doesn't want to beat the shit out of me after this, though, right? You're no, ready? I think oh, okay. you, 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 you I did. told you I was going to be you all did okay. And okay. the dueling pistols you did okay. are still here, I'm just saying. If you guys want to settle something after this, you okay. might have to. No, we're Rochambeau. going old school Rochambeau. Yeah. I could use a Templar sword. You could use, a, you could use the, the Tyler you sword. You use that hammer right there. <laughs> Just swing that I'll still take the Crusader sword That's out fine. There. I'll swing that ten times before you even pick that Crusader Why sword. Why do we have, have a rusty world? hammer in pod, Podcast HQ, incidentally? Probably from the construction. Yes. That would be my guess. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just in case. Just in case. Yeah, that's fine. All right. I mean, one senator got his ass beat with a cane. I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah, Rusty Hammer isn't outside of the realm of possibility. It's true. It's true. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Fine. For the Freemasons podcast, I am right worship brother George Marjorie signing off. Worship brother Joe signing off. And worship brother Ken signing off. Have a good night, everyone. Thank Bye. You.